On the dusty and dangerous front lines of Afghanistan, British forces relied on the support of their Afghan allies. Many of those men say they have been betrayed. We are all so disappointed. We never thought that heroes would be abandoned. We work shoulder to shoulder with the shared aim of bringing security for the people of Helmand. How can people trust us in the future if we can't do the simple thing of getting people who served with us out of harm's way? These were Afghanistan's elite. Commando Force 333 and Territorial Force 444. Initially set up to combat the spiralling opium trade, they eventually became the most effective counterinsurgency force in the country. We carried out thousands of operations to destroy the drugs trade. Then after 2007, when the Taliban network started their activities, we carried out operations against them, wherever they were. The Triples, as they became known, had a fierce reputation. The Triples were at the front end of the UK's supported counter-terrorism operation. They did the most dangerous, the most difficult, the most important missions accompanied by British soldiers and did many things that British soldiers didn't do. One of the places they operated was Helmand, where Mohammed Fahim served as a district governor. The British were responsible for our security in Helmand. We ran programs shoulder to shoulder with the shared aim of bringing security for the people who lived in Helmand, giving them a good life and making peace. Mohammed paid a heavy price for his involvement with the British. His brother and two cousins were killed by the Taliban. In 2018, he was beaten so badly he spent nearly a month in hospital. And so, when Kabul fell, both Ali and Mohammed knew they would need to get out of the country. The Triples were amongst the last standing, helping British passport holders at the Baron Hotel, while Mohammed gathered with friends. It was the worst 24 hours of my life. I feel scared just remembering it. I didn't cry when my brother was killed, but I cried a lot that night. Neither Ali nor Mohammed made it onto the evacuation flights. Instead, they fled to neighboring countries, from where they assumed their work with the British meant they would be rescued. But they were wrong. Both men applied to the UK's Afghan Relocation and Assistance Scheme, called Arab. It's run by the MOD and is designed to help people who worked for or with British forces and government departments. Both of them have been rejected more than once. I have been so disappointed. I served in different high-ranking positions and fulfilled my duties honestly. Despite that, Arab rejected my request twice. I respectfully request that the British authorities check my file. They have all my documents. I am in a terrible situation. Ali was told that he had not been employed by or even worked with the British. According to the man who set up his unit, they didn't just work with the British, 
they were paid for by them. So we had a one mission. We in British forces, with British government, Afghan in British government, we had one mission, uh, fight uh, insurgency. It was one mission, and donor for this mission, these triples, were Britain, British government, which is crystal clear. So 100% we worked together. Mohammed was also told he didn't meet any of the criteria, even the one saying he had to have worked alongside a UK government department. It was really disappointing, as we were told they would support their allies. I even had generals and ambassadors supporting my cause, but was rejected. And that support came in the form of this letter. Now, this is a confidential document that we've been given a copy of, and it was sent by high-ranking military and diplomatic figures to the Foreign Office. And it's calling for 32 named Afghans who worked in Helmand to be given sanctuary here in the UK because of what it called their tireless and courageous work. Now, one of the people it names is Mohammed Fahim, and one of the signatories was Sir Richard Barons. So, if you're going to object someone who was the governor of Garmshire province during the time of the British service in Afghanistan. It makes you wonder whether anybody ever satisfies the, uh, the rubric of this particular scheme. This is a man who is in, in jeopardy, who in my mind falls under the commitment that we made to get those people out. And, and I, I haven't seen the evidence, but uh, rejection defies common sense. It is more than two years since they fled the Taliban, and for both men, the clock is ticking. They are now in hiding in neighbouring countries, their visas expired, and they are far from the only ones. I've been told there are around 200 former members of the Triple stuck in Pakistan who've been denied help by the MOD and facing imminent deportation. And they fear what will happen if they're sent back to Afghanistan. We know of many former soldiers who were recognized and have disappeared, almost certainly killed. When Iran and Pakistan deport people, the Taliban have a list and our biometric data. I was governor in Garmsir district when we arrested the famous Taliban commander. He was in background prison for eight years, but now he is in the government. He knows that we were part of the operation when he was arrested. He's a cruel person. If they're sent back to Afghanistan, the Taliban will feel that they have been handed back some of their most fierce opponents. And the track record is they're either jailed or killed. Two years on and the Taliban are now fully in control of Afghanistan. Some say it is not only the humiliation of the withdrawal which has dented Britain's reputation. I'm 100% sure that, that others, when other nations, other progressive forces, when they see Afghans, when they look at Afghan people, Afghan miseries, how they can trust to the West. The Afghans will say, well, you managed to mount a complex, comprehensive, enduring military operation into Afghanistan. So the fact that you can't help us with this small thing of managing the migration of maybe a couple of thousand, well, you're either guilty of incompetence or you're guilty of ill will. You can't have it both ways. The Arab scheme is managed by the Ministry of Defence. 
In a statement, they said, each Arab application is assessed individually and in accordance with published policy, and we do not automatically make a decision on eligibility based on a job role. They also said nearly 25,000 Afghans had been helped to the UK. But Ali and Mohammed are not amongst their number. As the Pakistani authorities continue to crack down on Afghans living there illegally, the triples are getting desperate. We spend all our time waiting, day and night, checking our emails to receive a positive response from Arab. This is our only option, as there is no way we can return to Afghanistan. If there was just one person chance, we would not stay here enduring all this humiliation and suffering. It is painful, it is sad, it shouldn't have turned out like this. But I will not forget how we looked after one another in remote villages. With British and American soldiers, we shared our blankets during the cold. Their commander put his blanket over my shoulders. It is sweet memory for me, but it makes what happened later so disappointing.